straight out of Layton. You're listening to Nitwick Radio with your hosts, Logan, Aaron, Jake, and Cody. You hear that? This is keyboard. This is a keyboard oh, ASMR. He, he now. said, "Hey, <laughs> he said I have to do the intro." And you're, this is this is dumb. This is dumb. I'm bringing the, the loudest keyboard silent. I have. Next Cherry week. MX Pink sound test. Hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is season three, episode seven. Uh, this week, Logan's on the album with Lauren Bosefields. Palimpsest, the superior album named Palimpsest. Not even the best one from 2020. <laughs> that's you know literally how he started it. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a tight competition, I'm not going to lie, but the winner is clear. And uh, the topic this week is... Um, bro, I'm not in charge of the topic. You Was are. it my topic? You are in charge no, of the topic. No, it's not my topic. You're in charge of the topic. Who's it's topic literally not my that's topic. That's why we were paying you so it much was, Patreon money. I literally posted look, it in the chat. Look, we started yeah, so it? that you guys would know. We started pulling money um, out of who Damon's Hold on, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Oh, actually, it is me. Check it out. Check it out. It's me. Okay. It is me. Does, quote, bad music encourage, maintain, or produce bad behavior? I feel like this is going to be a definitions argument again, so I just want to mm. nip this in the bud going forward. Can we can we resolve to not argue about definitions? Nope. As a okay. former I, debater, it's gonna... I literally made my entire way to nationals and being ranked in the top 100 in my event oh my off gosh. definitions. Freaking policy people. So I didn't the, do policy, I did LD. So this whole time... Policy is... I have opinions. <laughs> this whole time, I thought it was Pat Arnon, right? But then I talked with him in person and he said it's Pat Arnon. Yo, well, yo, that's dumb. So, hey, check it out. Prescriptive like linguistics includes names. <laughs> Make it whatever you so, want. Sorry, Pat, Pat Arnon. Pat Arnon. <laughs> See, Don't say it. Arnon. Don't give into this. Hey, he said it. That's stupid. I saw y'all in chat the other night. I should have joined my so, B. Any, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we anyways, he, Pat um, Arnon said... No, don't, don't. He said, Cherry MX Pink? What do those even sound like? Oh, boy. Goodness, that's so dumb. Everything By the way, for every makeup tutorial YouTuber <laughs> that gamers complain about, that same gamer has a channel where he does keyboard ASMR. Alright? Y'all are just as bad. Leave me alone. <laughs> what, what what's the word they always use in the title of mechanical keyboard? Is it chalk? Thock. 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 Yeah. Well, uh, thock okay. and pop. But in order to actually, actually, so actually thock, to get I don't know if we can say that. switches though, you have to literally disassemble the switch. And put lube on it. Dude, stop. All right, so... There are people who do this. That's interesting. He said something's canceling it out, so I do not hear it, but I bet they sound epic. Epic Uh, is an understatement. They sound really quiet, actually. It it might be we have a limiter. Patternon? Patternon? No, there's no limit. I have... I think you just can't hear it. Patternon, I have a set of box navies (laughs) that will make you blush. That said, they are amazing. Oh, if it makes These you blush. These are not the keys to do that, but the box navies will make you blush. Oh, my. They make you blush. They, made, they, made, they still make me blush, and I've had a Pulling up to the club with my keyboard with my uh, blues on there. Oh, What's up, man. baby? What's up, girl? You want some deep thoughts? That, oh. We can't say that on air. That was, no, that no was a little much. That is absolute, Why was that racy? That, that was quite... No, that's a TOS violation for sure. Wait, that was... I no, I really meant... Y'all are gross. <coughs> well... And? What's your point? No, no. Like, the word... It, it, it is not a bad word. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's an I'm onomatopoeia. It's, it's literally... It's literally an onomatopoeia of what the keyboard does. I'm ascribing it negative value within societal <laughs> oh complexes. <laughs> I'm yeah. already but, tired of but using it under the uh, using I, that, it under that, the that context. Nothing to do with prescriptive linguistics. That's literal. Using it under the context he just did by, by tacking the word girl in front of it did make it a little racist. Thank you. That most certainly. Yeah, I, 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 go to I don't on think Sundays. I don't think that that would have worked out for you in most online communities to say it that way. <laughs> Put it that way. The, if this were Tumblr, now, you'd now currently look. be on a seven-day. Now look, are most online communities a good oh place to God. be spending no. time? No, they're generation. not. They're not. The, the thing that I hate most about Twitter generation is not so much cancel culture, but the amount of people who want to talk to me about cancel culture. Oh, Have yeah. you ever been having a conversation with somebody that you met two hours ago in physics class? And he's like, and you know what? 
My philosophy is basically this. Jordan Peterson said, and you're like, okay. Oh, I've already checked like, out by this. He but, says, Jordan, I'm done. I can't <laughs> even gone. quote him, even though that's a good thing, because I'll get canceled. I'm like, dude, you're having a one-on-one private conversation after a physics class. You're freaking fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if somebody yeah. came up to me and was like, Hey man, you listen to that new Jordan Peterson talk? Like, <laughs> hey, no, hey, beef. But we you, got beef now. For real though, did you hear about Jordan Peterson and how he uh, now professes Christianity? Hello, welcome to the theology He's always podcast. Christianity? No, not directly. What are you talking about? Not directly. He has. I don't the care. The thing he did was I hate Jordan Skrillex. Peterson. Hey, hey, Cody, let's talk Cody. about the album of the week. Skrillex? Cody, so yeah, Jordan, Jordan Peterson, Peterson and Skrillex. I haven't he, heard. He has that. a lot. He's my least They're, favorite. They Canadian. just have a picture together. That's <laughs> ah. I swear you've seen that picture. There's uh, no way you have. Oh, yeah. I think Zach okay. posted it, actually. Yeah. Legendary moment. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Let's be white clear. Guys everywhere. Let's and be I clear. Say that lovingly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. All of the. Anybody. I don't know, man. Internet in. I'm not going to even. You you, you are almost about to get me to be that guy after physics class, and I'm not going to do it. Be that guy right after right physics now. class. Because my message to that guy. No, after no, no, no. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that be I. Be yourself, dude. I know, but. but, but what I mean to say is I, I don't want to, like you're saying, with the problem with cancel culture ends up being how much people talk about cancel culture. Well, I, I don't want to deep dive on that. You know Yo, what I'm saying? The meta uh, attitudes towards cancel culture are like way more prominent. Frickin' Jameson <laughs> just said, now that's what I call politics. I'm just, <laughs> I hate politics. I'm just amazed. I, I have accidentally started so discourse today. I am done. Um, uh, Cody, Cody says... Cody says he hates politics. Yeah, I loathe politics. Did he I say says anything positive over the politics. last five minutes? I literally talked about... The only thing I've said in regards to this whole conversation we just had is that I hate Jordan Peterson and that the meta culture surrounding cancel culture is more prominent than cancel culture. And yeah, so. I agree. Well, to yeah. be, I want to I be clear about one thing now that I'm just in this too deep. I am not the exact kid after physics class in Logan's example. I am not a Jordan Peterson fan. I actually just generally think... People gathering behind influencers. It's just generally like ah, the only the influencer hero. that I follow, and I mean this, is literally the man called Cody. He's pretty much my only I guy on my don't Twitter like feed. That you I don't know. Called he jokes about influencer. shooting DoorDash drivers. Let's see if that's can... a good TikTok. That's a good. Yeah, that was a good one I made. I made the Skinwalker though. He had it coming. We should get Ben Shapiro on the show. Have, pass, have him don't. pick album. <laughs> And let's Hard do topic, okay. topic of the week right. should be... Um, He's going to defeat us all with zero, logic and reason. JP zero can't politics. Have it. Okay, <laughs> zero politics, right? I have beef with Ben Shapiro because he <laughs> brought back the rap more like crap thing, but completely <laughs> unironically. Yeah, he means it. <laughs> like he actually says it, as far as I can tell, unironically. I was like, we. I thought we got over this when I was in fourth grade. No, dude. Spend five minutes on Ben Shapiro's Twitter feed. Like, I'm do yourself a favor, and it'll corroborate everything you feel about. The it. thing is this. The thing is this. Rap is three fourths of crap. All right? Speak I mean, on it's it. Three fourths of music. <laughs> Holy! I'm crap. just kidding. I'm completely. Well, kidding. This I is... think three fourths of music are actually just the album's bucket heads released this year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's three fourths. Yeah. You know, usually these cold opens go longer, and I think that they become funnier as they go longer, but not today. There's a lot of hatred and vitriol in this one. I think we should get oh to the God. album. Yeah, I, I'm we're sorry. All sleep deprived. The vibes are off. No, <laughs> I'm not sleep deprived. I slept till 11 a.m. Slept on the hardwood sick. floor yesterday. I mean, it was a carpet. I'm not a savage. <laughs> I've slept on a hardwood floor. I slept on a hardwood floor once with a space heater next to my head that almost burned my, all my hair off. Oh my god! I was that tired. It was that's on my mission. Gonna That's become terminal. ghost. Yeah, writer, it man. was. <laughs> Ooh. That's a manly way to go. Bald Guess bald. what he was listening to? <laughs> Burn it off. He was. He Burn was, it off. <laughs> he was listening to Jordan Peterson lectures by the fireplace. You just said you didn't no, want to be this guy. I was not. I was not listening. Hey, Logan, what's to the any name lectures? of the album again? Hold up. I'm getting some good thoughts. No, <laughs> this is really not just not no. Working. This isn't working out. I don't agree with like Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> I don't agree with Ted Kaczynski, is but I think it? industrial society has brought us too many poor consequences. You're really mad about this. <laughs> really, you're mad about industrial society bringing you this. It's That's literally the tipping point, dude. It's not a coal mine or anything. Board. It's a keyboard. Yeah. You know, it's being punk in 2020. <laughs> After that? the concert, you grab your keyboard and you smash it on stage. That's pretty punk. Because all your music is put together by a computer. We went to a show, and the guy literally smashed a guitar after the third song. 
You yeah. imagine, and being then he so did, he did like five songs <laughs> after that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Not only that, but it was just very much like a. Hey, did you see that? I smashed a guitar, guys. Who You're was like, it? Cool. It just doesn't um, mean what it used to mean. What's his name? Oh, Sweco. He's he like was some, trying so I don't know why. Hard. He was trying yeah. so hard. Oh, wait. Sweco the Swe- child? The child? <laughs> Whatever his name is. Sweco. Blue hair? No. Maybe at some point. I don't know. Dang it. I, I don't think Maybe so. I don't it know. was pop punk, essentially. He's like, he, yeah, it's pop mind. punk. And That's already a loss. He didn't scream near enough anyway. Anyway, yeah, at least the story so far, guys, like, just made all their pop punk songs into screaming songs. The story I've so far, seeing them in, like, 2010 was the funnest thing in the world. They're fun. I the, I kind of lost track after that second album, but those first two, man, I, like, jumped into a lot of people's faces feet first during that era. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, it was nice, because our friends would run security at the venues, and we'd just do whatever we want. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 don't worry. I can punch people. I've got an in. I literally yeah, just was much. telling Pat Arnon about that this week. Dude. And Jameson. If you keep calling him Pat Arnon. Pat Arnon. Dude, he literally I said it was Pat Arnon. I, I like where Logan's taking it. Pat Arnon. Hey, is it Pat Arnon or Pat Arnon? Please spell it the same way. Like, don't put any emphasis anywhere. Just Yeah, spell just spell Pat it. Just say, just say it's Pat, Pat Arnon. Arnon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You better start this album. Come on, He Logan. said it is... Yeah, he spelled it the exact same Ahead of the curve. Uh, or patterning. Patternin. There we go. Yeah. We can That's all agree on patterning. The verb form of pattern. Patterning. What, He's you, patterning. So what you up to this Saturday? Patterning. Uh, you know, just sitting around. Patterning. patterning. <laughs> yeah, you know how it be. You know what's up. So how do you pronounce this name of this album? Oh, Palimpsest. But we've been over this because we reviewed an album with the no, same no, no. title. I, want a, I have a better question. How in the world do you pronounce this person's last name? Because I can't remember it. I just say Bosefield. I don't I, know what it actually that's is. That's what I would think. It could be Boosefield or Busfield. It, it's Bosefield. It's Bosefield. gotta be. It's sounds, gotta be. That sounds soundy. It like sounds music, soundy. Mu- musically. <laughs> You know what I mean? Musically, you mean the predecessor to TikTok? No, I don't mean that, and I have never meant that, and I will never mean that. You you gotta give us an intro, man. Here's the deal. I worry that I am starting to get a little stereotyped on this show in terms of my album picks, uh, because we did some Clarence, we did some, uh, what's that, Birth of a New Day? What's that, Internet Club? What's its name? Anyway, uh, we did the Clarence album. We did the Dorian album. I'm starting to feel like all I ever recommend you guys is just weirdo progressive electronic music with hyper pop edges. And I wanted to go out with a bang. I wanted to say, you know what, before I go back to recommending albums that are actually good and don't literally all sound the same, I want to shout out... You just burned a couple albums, dude. You just burned Dorian. Listen, no, no, no. I love Dorian. (laughs) I love Clarence. But yeah. let's let's be honest. On the on the grand musical tapestry, they're like a couple threads away from each other. So what are you gonna do on the grand musical tapestry? Are you gonna start giving us the Beatles? Oh, like no. then what is the Please, grand music? What is the what is the grand musical tapestry then? Oh. I just think that you know I've been really focused on this one little part of the musical tapestry that looks particularly queer and particularly like they use Ableton frequently, <laughs> uh, as Kai Whiston said. There's a hidden feature in Ableton where if you get good enough at it, you get to be hung over in airports for the rest of your life. That is that is a secret like a, feature. Yeah, that is a time. secret it's feature. It's an Easter egg, actually. Yeah, you can't even pay for that live suite. You just have to get good <laughs> enough. Um, so, But I wanted to go out with a bang with one of the albums I consider to be the absolute weirdest in this kind of genre. Um, Lauren Bosefield herself is pretty famous already in what I will say earlier breakcore communities. Basically, you have three levels of breakcore fans. You have the people who listen, who sort by rate your music's top 100 of a year, and they find Venetian snares on there, and they're like, oh, whoa, string sections with crazy electronic drums? Sign me up. They listen to one Venetian snares album, they're like, Haha, yeah, I'm into breakcore. Me? Sure. What you, what you like, what you like is classy, pitchfork acceptable breakcore, right? Then on the other side, you have the people who listen to nightcore anime remixes 
and then find the Nightcore anime remixes that happen to have the Amen break over them. And those are the other Breakcore fans. And somewhere in the middle was the Nero's Day at Disneyland project with great albums such as Attention Shopper, uh, Attention <laughs> Shoppers, and titles such as Lost in Bonerland. Right? <laughs> these were these were wild albums critiquing uh capitalism specifically disney with like this insane looping amen break everywhere type so wait, wait, but when you say that they're critiquing capitalism you, you don't mean that they just put dash by u.s bank on the end of a title right what do you think like it actually delves into it no 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 no, no. It, it's surface level because what it's really about what lauren bosefield's music especially when she was doing more nero's day at disneyland was about was contorting these playful childhood, maybe circus-like sort of songs into these nightmarish, caffeine, maybe cocaine-fueled romps of hallucination. And so it, it wasn't so much a critique of capitalism and, say, Disney specifically, in the sense that, oh, let's have some really deep lyrics that say, whoa, look at the flaws in our society. It's more like, let's take things that are sugary and sweet and simple and marketable and let's contort them into something that's horrifying in a way subtly commenting on what fuels things like Disney projects so, that are sweet, sugary, and marketable. So what here, um, other than in this album, so other than just the little little sparkle of um, messaging you get through the titles, yeah. what is so sweet and marketable here? <laughs> well, that's where that's where Lauren Bosefield's like personal projects start to diverge from Nero's Day at Disneyland because she really got famous from Nero's Day at Disneyland because the intellectuals were like, "Oh, this says a lot about politics," and the anime kids were like, "Hey, this sounds crazy and like what do you Disney, think, Cody? And like anime." Should, should the anime kids and the, the politicians? What do you think? The it's I think more like the one the same. people. You think they're the same people? <laughs> they're one in the same. Well, there's overlap. The Venn diagram is not two separate circles. No, I uh I this is not my album commentary yet, but at one point I literally I don't even remember what song it was, and my knowledge of anime is pretty narrow, but I just one of the beats hit and I'm like sounds like the initial D theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Honestly, it has Eurobeat. Well, yeah, it has influence. I mean, it wasn't so like an much. entire song. It was like a five-second section. I was like, yeah, sounded like the initial D theme song. And I was like, I should go listen to the initial D theme song. You so I paused the that. album and went and did that. <laughs> yeah. Deja vu. I've just been in this place before. Jake, did you have something before I move on? Uh, no. Okay. Nope. Not really. So, I, uh, yeah, nope. So um, what's interesting about the Lauren Bosefield project is that it's not particularly her most popular one. Because she just kind of takes those skills that she already has and tries to talk about topics that interest her. So specifically in this one, it is the about the foster care system. That's what this album is about. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm to just, I'm just going to yeah. hit the pause button real quick. Holy okay. crap! So certainly, certainly, um, you know, she she has what she's putting into it. Yeah, but. Like really, what what are we talking about as far as like meat goes here? You get glitchy vocals. You can only understand yeah. about eight percent of it. Jake, you right. can't say and that. You it's get, about the foster care si system. You can't say <laughs> and that. and you get. Okay, I'm not trying to thrash the album. I, I no, really ahead, enjoy yeah. it. Great, but if we're trying to pull deep meanings out of this stuff, it's like right. really just about all you get in this forum is the album art the song titles, and about 8% of the lyrics. Other than that, it's completely tone. It's completely just sonic messaging. Like, oh, how do I feel when I'm listening to this? I don't get how you would yeah. get foster care out of this at all. With, like, at with all. just the songs themselves. Like, listening to it front to back, not well, like, looking at... No, no, the whole... Th I, I the like... Whole thing. Where would you ever get foster out of it? Um, Mostly from, like, interviews and if you read the actual lyrics. But you're right. It's, it's hidden. It's not like smacking you in the face this is what it's about because so much of it is about the sonic experience and the vocals are so contorted that unless you're paying an extreme amount of attention or are one of the god bless you people who transcribe these types of lyrics um you're right you're not going to pick up on that but i think that's what makes the project partially so beautiful and compelling to me is that it has lyrics 
but they seem to function more on the level of providing a sonic texture. And this isn't the first time that we've brought this up on the show, right? But it's crazy to listen to an album and get this dark, isolated, manic feeling from it and then read the lyrics and find that they're also dark, isolated, and manic in often really creative ways. Because the way that she manipulates her voice makes it so she doesn't really have to conform to traditional ideas of verse and chorus and rhyme even. She can say things and then contort it into a way that works with the song. You know, we often review albums on the show where people are like, oh, it's like if you took shoegaze and grunge and you put them in a blender and then you drank the smoothie, right? This album is like if you took 60 different genres, 30 of them electronic, 30 of them like art pop, uh, put them all in a blender and then ate the blender. You know what I mean? Uh, either that or it just kind of sounds like you sped up a bunch of Michael Jackson songs and then like had some automatic generate noise generator with some bit crush and distortion run in the background. Which, to be honest, I enjoyed the album, but to me the intent can only go so far. I feel like I feel like a lot of it is just pure like madness in the studio. Like I I don't know how much I can actually assign to be like I intended it I intended it to be exactly how it is versus I just kind of sped things up, threw things together and then called that what it is. I, I would be more inclined to agree with you if this was a younger artist um, but or a non-professional breakcore artist. Because first off, Lauren Bosefield has like 30 albums and two soundtracks under her belt. Um, she's been doing this for a crazy amount of time. She was doing breakcore back in the early 2000s. And if you know what music pr- production looked like in the early 2000s, you had to love it to want to do it at that level. And I, I-, I think that she is naturally a very detail-oriented person. I would agree with you that a lot of those details, um, it's just everything about this album frequently is so overwhelming all at once that's hard to notice. But But I think there is a similar level of care, if not more, than other works like Machine Girl, like Clarence, like Dorian. I think, Especially Machine Girl in the past where you've said, like, you can notice the amount of care that's put into it. But I feel like Machine Girl, like... Listening to it on a sound system, like my car sound system, even mm-hmm. this isn't this just isn't engineered. This isn't quite engineered, at, like as robustly as a lot of uh, Machine Girl is. Honestly, I think it, it's going for a very different goal. Are you talking at like a mastering or a mixing level? Mixing, yeah. Like it felt like the low ends were honestly super, like um, almost as if whoever was producing it was not aware of their existence in the mix of the low hands. Yeah. Because it's just like the sub is just like, like rumble like that in the back. Sure. And it literally just kind of sounds like a low fidelity sample sped up on top of like a rumbling sub. Well, Mm -hmm. like uh, that, that, that's kind of what it sounds like. Again, I can think it's pretty cool. I think that like you guys are saying for me, this, this album's all about the texture, all about just like, experiencing it and i think it Mm. communicates something fairly clearly and what it's doing um but like i i don't necessarily i I, like from an from a technical perspective in mixing i i wouldn't particularly give it a whole lot of praise i do think that to me that stuff doesn't matter that much at this point though i'm Mm. all about like expressing the idea and i think this album is out to do that and does that very well. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know if I can actually give like actual I, shouts out on the mixing. I do think that there are a couple moments where this album suffers because it has legitimately very catchy musical ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I assume it's on purpose. Um, she like guts them. She like won't let them feel satisfying, even though you'll hear a vocal line or you'll hear, you'll hear like a single 808 pattern or you'll hear some string section and you'll be like, oh my God, this sounds like part of an amazing song, but she'll purposefully leave elements out or instantly contort it into something else that is not satisfying and instead just kind of leaves you feeling anxious. I, I think that's on purpose. I think it is sometimes to the album's detriment because she has just such good ideas sometimes, uh, well, especially the... Um, who, who's the Macintosh the Plus person? Uh, Vectroid? Vectroid. Yeah, her. Vectroid 
is doing this better. Dude, uh, that freaking 20 minute song yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. That's that, a massive that last track. Panic. Front yeah. to back. I, that, that nails this. Like, for me, that newest Macintosh Plus song. Mm hmm. Is doing what this album is out to do, but it did it like a lot better. I I don't know that I share the same criticisms. I I actually didn't listen to this one on my car sound system. I I only heard this one through AirPods, mm-hmm. so that could be part of the reason I missed this low end um, talk. But I like I don't know. I really enjoyed a lot of this. I think um, it was very much just focused on. Uh, how it makes you feel. I, I mean, I, I I didn't get much out of it as far as like messaging goes. Like I said, you know, some of the titles are like whatever we advertise, whatever, kill yeah. them violently or whatever. Which, by and, the way, is a rager of a song. That, yeah, yeah and, that, and, that was my favorite one. And the freaking is that the third to last song, whatever the one that's like, no. we can have a it's different close, future close, from like us. Bank presented, yeah. Presented by that one's kind of like house influence. Yeah. But, um, my favorites actually were, uh, the one that's, I, the, the titles were so long. Oh, All I remember is it has yeah, okay, open box or box open. Got it's it. like the third song. Or a something. big box door mouth to the shape yeah, of how that fun one. it is. Something, something, something. I love that one. <laughs> and I love the title track. The last song. Yeah. Very, very good, both of those. I I, I don't know. Like, the, the thing about it was, I just, I loved a lot of it. I didn't get much out of it. Like, depth-wise, it, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little repetitive, I will say. Uh, there were certain parts where I was kind of like, we've been on this for a it, little it bit. It tests the patience in a straight through. At, at a few yeah. moments, yeah. it had me a, a bit that way. But and it can be a little headache. What, what, is, that, yeah. what is that violence... Administrative violence. That was good. Yeah. That the back like the last forty five. I like August reaching. The last forty five seconds of that song came in. I I do think that part of what I like about this album too is that it is this chaotic electronic mess, but there are some really really soulful piano and string parts to this song to what, this like, album. Was it the third to last song that kind of falls under that? Am I thinking of the right one? Um, yeah, that one has like a big string thing, and I. When I listen to that, it makes this album feel like it is trying to really say something and be very powerful about its emotions. Whereas I felt with Machine Girl, which I I would consider adjacent to this album, I felt like it was just about kind of this silliness about everything. Whereas this album, I don't think has like a a nick of humor. Like it, it is designed to be very dark and very emotional yeah i i could agree with that and none of it really felt like like it was abrasive but it was more just like it's hard it's hard exactly to describe was, it. It, w- it was just like um madness for madness sake that's how some of it felt like it there, was like sure. like that it starts out right with just that yeah for like ever and you're just like okay yeah all right you know i like I, I don't know. It was just, it, it was kind of trying to be disorienting at times. And, um, I liked that about it, but I also, I don't know. Jury's still out on some of it for the, me. Yeah. She sounded kind of like, I don't know. There, it felt like there was kind of a cons- fairly consistent, almost Michael Jackson something for it. Hmm. For I, me. You know, I'm interested you in know, why you No, you know that. what I was thinking with that is, it did feel like whatever scale she was singing in is like all she used for the whole album. It was like that. I'm not going to do it, but go listen to the album and you'll know what I'm saying. Dang she it. does. The she Jake follows. impressions are the best part of this show. <laughs> she, she follows this. It's like on multiple songs. You're like, hey, you, Jake, you kind of, what sound does that keyboard make? A thock. <laughs> Let's but my, my the, thing is this. We need to like, confront the elephant in the room though. That's Cody's opinion here. We we really do need to confront that. Well, hang on. I, I was just I was just about to finish saying though, the like the pattern she sings in, like the kind of melody line her specifically her vocals follows, was too similar throughout the songs. Yeah, and I really like it. Like I loved it. Right. But when she did it as many times as she did, I was just kind of like, okay, you've done that a lot. Right. Like it would be cool to maybe try some different vocal ideas, but yeah, I could see that. I don't know if 
it's tough for me with this album to like have even critiques about the voice there because it is a part of this album. But I, well, I think it. I mean, it's it was it's fairly m- my, noticeable. It, it, wait, this goes right along. My general yeah. thought. I literally did have this thought while I was listening to it. I was like, okay, because like actually, all of you guys throughout just doing the show have dropped albums that I think are super cool, and I'll go back to. If not to like just listen to the whole thing, just revisit that experience and be like, oh yeah, I'm glad that this musical experience is out there. But like this one kind of felt like this is like you're saying you're you're worried about the typecast. This just kind of felt like a generic version of what you described at the very beginning. And you said it was the the pinnacle, the big peak. But for me, it just kind of, maybe it's just where I'm at at this point that I've heard other people that are doing like things. But this one just kind of felt like, I was like, this is a very easily forgettable album of this flavor for me at at where I'm at right now. I'm actually a little surprised that you feel that way because I think it is deliberately lacking and substitutes out certain things about the albums I've recommended up until this point. Like, I think the goofiness has been a core element of a lot of these electronic albums that I've recommended. And to me with the string sections, with the singing, with the subject matter, I loved how there was something that was just unabashedly a dark version of all of this. Um, And I mean, it's surprising to me that you call it forgettable because like to hear all of these noises, but not in goofy fun ways or something that's at least a little tongue-in-cheek, like a machine girl screaming that they're a werewolf in a lightning storm. You know, well, see, I, I place it. I place it most close, and we've we, we've talked about this album too much, but it, it I place it most closely to Frozen Niagara Falls. Yeah, but Frozen Niagara Falls does the darkness way more intensely. I, I would agree. I think this is closer to a noise album than it is to. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was but, trying but Frozen to Niagara, articulate earlier. Frozen uh, Niagara Falls goes harder though in in the darkness uh, than this does. Kind of. Here's what I'll say about Frozen Niagara Falls and this: <laughs> how it c- compares to this. I'm so glad we're bringing the, up Frozen Niagara the Falls thing, again. The thing is, the thing is this. Frozen Niagara Falls for me, I get it. It was it was dark and it was obnoxiously dark. And, <laughs> and, but 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 what I'll say is this: Frozen Niagara Falls was more forgettable than this by a lot. Not for me. For me, me. Yeah. I, I'm speaking for me. I really liked a lot of the, uh, like I said, the the vocal stuff here. I like the way she does vocals. I think it was really cool. It kind of felt like I listened to this electronic artist named Lucian or Lucian and, um, Patternin Pat Patternin. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, it just like, he always gets these, uh, really, really just like ultra sweet poppy vocal women. Right. But, and then he makes this cool kind of future bassy weird, house infused stuff all the time. I I love it. And basically what this felt like is this felt like that it felt like Lucian, but, um, frozen until it was ice and then shattered and then glued back. Kind of, it was, was, that's what it felt like. It was frozen and and then dropped off of Niagara falls. (laughs) Dang it. I shouldn't have chose ice. I still like that metaphor, but that is what it feels like. And that element of it, I really liked. Like, I was like, okay, that's really cool. Chopped and screwed, but it's frozen in Niagara Falls. But, like, frozen Niagara Falls was definitely a unique experience. I'm not trying to trash talk it because it is what it is. But it's just so, like, um, how do you even describe it? It's just so, like, metallic and abrasive. Abrasive and just, like, constant. That I just you, you just kind of forget about it. Name, name one song. Prescriptive off there. language. I, like there's not Dragonflies one. Just so you okay, but okay, you, yeah, you right, don't count. Enough. You don't count <laughs> because you love. Wait, 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 you're saying something else is like it. No, I'm saying. Do you remember any specific song off of Frozen Niagara Falls? I remember the last track because literally it is water droplets, but he bit crushed it perfectly. All right, I, I do think right. Frozen Niagara Falls. I, I that album sets out to actually hurt you. Like this, uh, this album is out to be abrasive, but Frozen Niagara Falls see, is see, designed. Here's to my hurt. problem, though: yeah. you got, you got, you got, you know, Gex, or more appropriate, more appropriately, probably what you're saying with like Clarence, where it's, it's, it, this is more like Clarence. 
like the funness, but the weirdness. But it's somewhere between that and Frozen Niagara Falls, and it's like I like that I like Clarence better, mm-hmm. and I like Frozen Niagara Falls better. So that's why I'm calling it forgettable because I'm like I have two that really excel yeah. at things that this thing's kind of doing. I get what he's saying. Don't I? I don't have the same take though. It yeah. kind of sounds like we're on the same thing on that one, but we're not. You know I, I would take this over Frozen Niagara. You know Falls. what though? I I respect that position honestly. <laughs> if you say that this exists between two things that I like and that I respect, and it wasn't the space that it occupied wasn't like on a different axis. It was just in between those two. Exactly. For your experience. Exactly. And that's why yeah. I'm saying quote forgettable. It's not that it's bad. It's just that I have those. Yeah, like, I understand. Yeah. And Cody, I got to hear what Cody thinks. <laughs> Started. Mm. And I listened to it. Have you listened to frozen, frozen Niagara falls? Yeah. I just wasn't able to make it to that episode. Um, I was pretty much checked out until the string stuff started. Like I was you know, obviously cognizant enough to be like, Oh, I'm listening to an album. And then it started. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, for some reason in my head, I didn't assume that it was going to sound like this. I don't know why I had any like preconceived notions of what it was going to sound like. But... You didn't notice uh, the, the, well, no, I misread something <laughs> on the internet in my brain. It said glitch something. I don't even remember what it was, but in my brain, it read it as trip hop. It was today. I was very tired. Um, and I was like, "Oh, nice!" So we're like, yeah, on "If you're some going into trip hop, you get <laughs> we're on this. some uncle, some massive attack." I was like, "I'm in," and then it started, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm out." And <laughs> it was until that one song, "Crawling Next to the Fireplace" or whatever the heck it's called, where yeah. it's like strings and piano. I was like, "All right, I'm back in," <laughs> and then that was taken away from me too. And I was like, <laughs> "I just want to go listen to the Protest the Hero album." <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I watched his friend activity. And it yeah. was like, I saw Palimpsest and I was like, oh, he's listening to the album of the week. I click on it and there's that bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was like, ah. Dude, I, I was, I don't know. I've been listening to like a lot of like really high quality production prog stuff for like the last few months. It's pretty much been all that I've listened to. And so this was just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't think I've ever really been in the brain space for anything kind of under this broader umbrella, but especially not right now. <laughs> so it's like, I could go listen to something else, but I have to get through this for my integrity as a podcast host. Well, you don't listen to music for fun. No, No, I don't. I I want incredibly high production value and (laughs) immense talent. Even when I listen to Dream Theater so much. Even when it harshes his vibes, he still finishes. Did this album harsh your vibes? It did, because I was like half awake. (laughs) This was this morning. So I was writing an article for the... I'm writing for this site now. Um, It's like all video game stuff. Holy crap. I... They're like, we're looking for writers. I was like, oh, what the heck? I'll shoot my application. That's sick, like, dude. Cool, you want in? I was like, yes. Wow, um, that's cool. So I was writing about a news article about Elden Ring sales because it sold 12 million copies already worldwide. It's so like my vibe was in. I was like, I'm talking about Dark Souls things. I was like, yes. This is all I want out of life is to talk about Hidetaka Miyazaki. I ask for so little. So little. <laughs> and then it gives me this. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, ah! And that was how you my morning his vibes, dude. You were so little. You, you really I hadn't harsh. even had my tea yet. This was my wake up call. Was listening to this album how, today. It's kind of old now, but that game Sushima, the Ghost of oh Ghost of Sushima, is it is it fantastic? Oh, it's or? great. Nice it to hear. Plays like an Akira Kurosawa movie. Did you hear that? It's Sushima. Did you hear that? Sushima. Sushima. Ghost wow. of Sushima. Well, do you see? Also, this because you're color? not saying Su, you're saying Su. Did you not just say the same thing twice? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure. It's um, the TSU, not I know. Sushima. I know how it's Sushima. spelled. Hey, I know how a lot of things are spelled. Hey, he's watched more anime than you. He can pronounce TSU. What did you, pr- what did you say Sushima. the other day that Sushima. offended me so bad? Oh, it was... Um, me? Yeah. I offended you? You had... You pronounced it like Kyoto. Kyoto, yeah. It's yeah. Kyoto. Yeah. No, Kyoto. It was the Phoebe Bridges song. That was kind yeah. of funny. I'm you know like, what? Yeah. Kyoto. Um, Ghost like, of Tsushima. Tsushima. Tsu. 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 Oh, okay. Tsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. They're giving me the two. As a weed. Uh, They're giving me the two here. As a weed. Uh, that's over. That's over. As a weeb. <laughs> As a weeb, it's uh, two. Tsu. Dude, um... <laughs> Hey, I had to ask this, though, because Jameson asked. What's and up? Uh, I was going to ask you, but, you know, sometimes you don't want the question to derail. But the question was, yes. um, have you heard of Nano Ray? Yes. 
Because uh, Jameson sent me a Nano Ray album like probably three or four months ago. Yeah. And he was just asking, because we were talking about breakcore and stuff, he was like, does Logan know who Nano Ray is? I think I told Jake about him. It's another breakcore artist. Holy cow. Jameson, the collaboration album that included Nano Ray, Fua Fua Spring Storm, was literally my number one album of last year. Is that not a Godspeed You Black Emperor album you just referenced? It is not. I know it's not. It was a joke. I'm I making wish. that one's like F infinity sign. Yeah. Hashtag. F A sharp infinity. Yeah, that thing. Yep. You make. Uh, was was that a Limp Biscuit joke? No. <laughs> yeah, please. You know please. That they made that please. same joke on that album. This episode needs to? so many more Limp. Okay, here's a Limp Biscuit joke. So I went and I bought that record at Graywell, right? Yo, that record's sick. And it says on the front of the record, "This is the future of recording." It's like this album is the precedent for the future. Of- Aaron's making a joke about a conversation we literally had before. No, starting no, no, the show. no, no. It's not because because at Graywell when I was buying that. The guy behind the desk, properly working through some, you know, drugs in his system, probably. I love going to Grail for that. I, I <laughs> hand him the record. I'm like, I'm pretty excited to hear the future of sound. And he's like, bro, it's just going to be Limp Biscuit. That's what he told me. Yo, we got to stop these Zoomers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be Limp Biscuit, Dude, I... Should I even say this? I don't even think I should say Limp Biscuit's going on tour and a bunch of my friends are opening and you should go to it if it's coming through your city. That's all I have to say. I was was scrolling through random crap as one does when, you know, you're waking up. As one does. And and (laughs) freaking I saw this thing that was like, what did artists almost name themselves? Oh, probably something. And I I was like, like, okay, screw this. And so I started looking at some of it. Limp Biscuit. do you? I mean, this is this is disgusting. Was it worse? They were literally going to name themselves Blood Fart. No, that rocks. <laughs> no, that does not oh, wow. rock. That's stupid. No, how do you thrill. not approve Limp Biscuit? You no, want right, a band yeah. named Blood Yeah, Fart. hold on a minute. No, no, no. Hear me out here. There is a defense of this position. <laughs> there is not. Limp Biscuit is way more inappropriate. If we want to talk about things that are inappropriate, I just go to Urban well, Dictionary. You, right, sure. I, I get that. <laughs> I get it, but my thing about that is it's so... It's a stupid name. They're all stupid names. No, 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 names. but it's subtle, right? People hear that. They don't think of anything super graphic. Bro, now the, nine, the nine-year-old atheists I mean, are totally going to go to most Urban Dictionary don't. now. Okay. Hey, you know, I, I was a nine-year-old. Not an atheist, sure. but I was a nine-year-old learning things on the internet in 2004. <laughs> all I'm saying is I had fairly unadulterated internet access, and I came out fine. So came. I think the edgy nine-year-old atheists are going to be okay. I, well, let's define came out fine. You're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm a white dude in Utah. That's to be expected of I me. Mean, this okay. is just societal standards yeah, living true. itself out. So, so wait, hold on, hold on. This is just another entry. That's just survival for Into Cody. the book. <laughs> yeah, just, this is it, another chapter in the book of Cody just has it out for mom jeans. He has no good reason. It's a stupid band. <laughs> no, it's not a stupid. You don't even name one song. You're going to pull do, that on me? Yes, I am. Name one song. <laughs> name no. one. Because name they're not one. I have no reason to remember any of the names uh-huh. of the songs because they suck. No. You didn't press Aaron to remember that song off of Frozen Niagara that Falls mean, that he said he remembered it, just five uh, minutes ago. That's true. Okay, but, but Aaron doesn't bring up mom... Uh, I didn't even bring it up. You did. No, he did. (laughs) And I never actually did. You all did. This is all your fault. No, no, no. This needs to be be made clear, okay? Notice how I'm not Cody just needs to admit. (laughs) Just admit. You have no reasoning. You just don't like it. I you, you have those no things. reasoning. Adult mom, mom jeans, Brit <laughs> momney. Those are all stupid band names. Adult mom is that real? They are. I swear adult to God, a how, real band. Adult you, mom. How do you even begin to applaud? Oh, like blood fart. Blood fart. I only applaud it because it's funnier than that. Because I'm secretly thirteen. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> well, no, I just want to get down to why you always bring up mom jeans. I don't think you're allowed to be on the internet anymore, it, if that's the case. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> I've been banned from all websites. Here's what I'll say. Except for Disney. Um, for those that are listening that do like mom jeans, I apologize for his ignorance. He, do- he, doesn't, he doesn't understand <laughs> how perfectly the name fits the vibe they're going for. Uh, that is a terrible Man. vibe. I don't want to be around for that vibe. If your vibe is a 20-year-old girl being like, I had to take my kids in the minivan to the soccer practice. I don't want that. That's a bad vibe. <laughs> She's wearing mom jeans. Uh, I don't care. You know, like, is, hot girls wear mom is, jeans, right? Is, indie is, girls wear those. call them mom jeans. Hot girls call them mom indie jeans. Indie girls and hot girls are not mutually inclusive. Also, Logan, I'm know, not going to have this conversation. Also, so mom jeans have like a, a strong like nostalgic quality to them, right? Because your mom growing up 
is probably what she was yeah. wearing in the late 90s. And now your and, girlfriend with a blue stripe in her hair and baby bangs also wears them. Yeah, it's a great name, but whatever. You know how it be. I just, he just has no reasoning, and it's Dude, just hilarious. Or you could no just reasoning. be me. You could just be me and, like, I kid you not, I I barely see people's clothing. <laughs> Ch- cherry pink from the background. Cherry pinks. <laughs> uh, um, I, I don't. I don't. I seriously don't even notice. So like mom jeans. I'm just kind of like what. I mean, I I tend to understand Cody's sentiment of it's totally. I'm I'm really. It's more of a joke than anything. I was just trying to. I'm see dead if he, serious. There's I, I was no trying joke to see. Okay, but let me. Let me well, no, it. I'm joking. I need <laughs> to complete. Hey, I need to complete my take. I don't think it's a good name for a band. It Thank doesn't you. have much to do with anything else. It's just not that good of a name for a band, in my opinion. But that's fine. Hey, you know what? Uh, Panucci's Pizza. It, it, Dog, you listen to a guy my, named Jack White. It, that's his, that's uh, his name. What do you- <laughs> Furthermore, here's what I'll say is this. <laughs> I'm not saying that's good either or bad. I just, the, whatever, it's a name. The thing is this. The name, the artist chose the name because either they feel like it fits tangentially or there's a reason right and just because you don't like that vibe doesn't mean it's a bad name that's that 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 actually isn't a joke I, I, because what i'll say is this is like midwest emo right all of their titles yeah. are absolutely absurd yeah all of them yeah it, it's just like either it's three words and it's like mario kills bowser haha or it's that was four <laughs> words or it's like or it's like the center of the earth is slowly blah, 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 for like 40 words. You know what I'm talking about? It's a beautiful place and I am no longer. Afraid. I have a take There's about this. But no, no, no. I wait, also wait, wait, don't wait. like that music genre. Let me real quick. Let me real quick say this though. The reason they do that is because the, what they're actually saying doesn't really relate at all, but it's think of them putting it down as the title. That right there, it's just, it's like their attitude towards it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the message is. And that's fine. I'm not, I'm just saying that for me, like, me, like, I, that is not a name of a band and it has nothing to do, like, I, in the the spirit of Damon overcome me, (laughs) let the spirit of Damon compel you. And and let me just say that, uh, that, uh, like, I don't. I don't like that name. It's fine. The genre is fine. Nobody. And I'm not saying the band can't be fine, but like there's bands I like that I don't like the band's name. I'm just like the band name is like whatever. No, I get it. I I just drill into it with Cody just because I think it's hilarious to hear how contradictory it is sometimes because three minutes ago he was celebrating Blood Fart. Well, that was not a celebration of a good name. That is a terrible name. (laughs) I just prefer it to Limbiscuit. He he literally loves the Jack A movies like passionately. I am, I'm aware. Yeah. I, I'm aware. When you're six years old and have unadulterated let, let me like say TV let me, access, let me, dude, you learn a lot. Let me, yo, let me say this. When, we sp- went, when we went with him, that is the hardest I have ever seen him laugh. Dude, I never it grew was, up. I grew up doing things that were inspired by that show like and hurting never, myself. You've never heard a laugh come out of him. Like <laughs> yeah, you it, probably haven't, actually. No, no, I don't no, find no, joy in No, things, like so. it did. Like it did at Jackass Forever. You would mm. not believe. Does dying. It, I love like, those movies. Like, and then I'll turn around and watch like this crazy like seven hour art movie about a pigeon. <laughs> I spent some. I, 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 well, I did spend some quality time with uh, Johnny Knoxville this week though on Instagram. He's he's pretty funny guy. Hi, I'm he Johnny is, Knoxville. Really hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jack. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> I love it. That is like ridiculously iconic. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. We have like. 10 minutes so speed run just the the question was this all right and i was the one that came up with it partially because i was trying to get a good conversation but then logan screams in here and be like i'm not gonna argue about definitions so now it's basically nothing ask the question because i have an answer so the question is this let's take cody's does bad behavior encourage maintain or produce bad music bad music encourage maintain or produce bad okay, behavior. Okay, I only have to clarify one thing. When we say bad, are we meaning like in the Tipper Gore sense? So let me, like yeah, let me Judas clarify. Priest and Ozzy Osbourne are satanic and like making the children kill themselves? So, yeah, let me let me clarify that. It, um, Marilyn Manson. It's probably easier to clarify it with an example. It's like, right, um, slum areas of a city, right? Hip hop, uh, trap, whatever, is the big thing. Does that type of music have any influence on the behavior that makes it the slum. I mean, 
no but it did influence me to like you know be a terrible child growing up i'm just kidding i was so i was okay but are you also saying like midwest emo equivalent for like well being sad and suburban it it could be yeah it (laughs) could be or being it it could be sad or depression too i suppose but like what i'm really sad and i'm listening to nick drake Okay. Uh, that's a, right, that's a, right. That was a confession. Here's the answer. Oh, okay. Here's the answer to this question. Yes, obviously it does. If you listen to music that promotes a certain mood or set of ideas or set of values that do not align with your own or otherwise would cause you to, uh, and I, I'm a morality, a subjective type person, so I don't know if I'm the best to ask about this, but like. Obviously, the music that you listen to does influence your own behavior. We're not gonna, we're not going to pretend like there weren't kids who played a lot of violent video games, got ideas from those violent video games, and practiced that violence. What I will say is that I think that there is an inextricable relationship between music that is created and the environment that it comes from and the types of people it relates to. So for so example, it's like a feedback loop then is what you're saying. I, I think that, I don't know if I'd say it's quite a feedback loop. I just think that there is a relationship there and it's only because certain people talk about certain things in either hyperbolic ways or in ways that are representative of where they grew up that make it connect with people or even allows them to explain themselves to people who don't normally have that experience, right? Like why do so many people who have not experienced who have never been in the trap like trap music. Well, okay, lots of them. But now you have a whole ton of kids who are aware that this is at least happening for better or for worse. Maybe it does influence them to try drugs. Maybe it does influence them to adopt dangerous behaviors. But on the other hand, maybe it does also build awareness that this is a problem that people face. And it does also indicate to people for example, you take like Future's music, like that guy's clearly unhappy. I think there are people who will aspire to be like him. I think there are also plenty of people to be like, man, his life is messed up. I got to get clean or whatever. Right. Like, and, and so, no, to make the argument that it doesn't affect your own bad behavior or promote bad behaviors in society, that would be psychopathic to claim. Because that's like saying that the art that you engage with doesn't affect you. You engage with it usually because it does affect you. And yeah, we'd like to pretend that it's always in like this pure, only emotional way. Oh, I'm logical, so I am not impacted by the music I listen to. Ben Shapiro's on the show, guys. But but (laughs) it's me. Okay, but like I actually totally, I agree with you. I I agree with you. I think that um, what, what you intake definitely has an influence on you. It's this big thing where it's like, you know, the classic one is the violent video game argument, right? Yeah. It's like if anybody makes the violent video game argument, people immediately come out and just say, (sighs) look how I turned out. I played Halo when I was six and I'm fine. Everybody says it every time. Yeah. Every, every (laughs) Every time. time. No, every time. Every time. Yep. And my thing is, it's like, okay, how many of us really believe that and how many of us really don't? Like, I'm actually curious. I think that there's also an argument to be made, though. Like, if we're assuming that X causes Y, and I'm not going to, like, dive into some, like, correlation causation stupid nonsense. Who cares? Please. Thank you. But, like, (laughs) it's, I think it's unfair to any art medium to assume that, like, someone doing something negative will automatically influence others to do the same. Like, there's some, something is already there that, that is a trigger, not so much as a direct influence. Like, people aren't watching Taxi Driver and just going out and, like, shooting people up. You know, like, the rain's not going to come wash the scum off the streets. Like, and there's a ton of people, like, Grand Theft Auto sold so many copies in the early 2000s. And just, like, the number of murders that could have been influenced by that, like, there's no way. It's negligible at best. And so, like, it's unfair to assume that, you know, bad art quote-unquote will necessarily cause something to happen well it's not to say that it will necessarily cause it in everybody but um that's why i actually chose the three words i did for this question is because the three words i chose were encourage maintain or produce right because that what you're hitting on is the produce one and i and i don't know that it will always produce in fact i know it won't right because i've seen a lot of violent movies or whatever and i haven't gone and killed anybody and that millions know. and millions and millions of people are the same, right? But the question is, does it maintain bad 
I like elements I, in me. Does it uh, encourage that? I think so. I really, actually, I agree with most of what's been said. I think that there is an effect. I think to Cody's point, you get to choose. It's more like okay, I now have had exposure. Now I get to choose what I do. I think if any of the words you're choosing there, again to what Cody said, I I would personally have. I'd be inclined to think maintain is very possible. I think when a lot, I think a lot of stuff that's come out really fast has come out really fast, and um, we learned a lot, like by way of just data collection and so forth, about humanity really quickly, and it quickly becomes a chicken and egg thing for me. And I go, uh, are we really this way, or are we now? supporting a system that ensures we are this way so like i kind of think it plays more into a it places a a mentality and then people just kind of echo chamber yeah and i i think to that point too like these things these quote-unquote bad behaviors they all existed before rap before rock music of the devil in the 80s like satanic panic like come on the satanic panic was crazy yeah no it's It's nuts crazy and like all of that, like violent video games, let's be honest, video games have only been around for 50 years. Yeah. Right. There is a massive swath of humanity that like happened before that. In fact, virtually all of humanity happened before that. And so it's like, it's unfair to assume that it's the art's fault because there's like societal things that cause people to do stuff. Like, I mean, and it's a nature nurture thing too. Like there's a gray area. You can't just, it's not, black and white there's no yes or no to this question it just it yeah there isn't but it does just it kind of goes back to like the the clockwork orange idea where it's like is there literally zero effect of when you see these things does it have zero effect on you zero yeah no and i I don't think anybody would say that there's zero effect coming out of it but I don't think there's anybody that would... Well, actually, what I'm about to say is definitely false because there was that one senator... Um, oh, what was his name? Joe Lieberman, who, like, his whole... Th- or No, was that his name? I don't remember. He was from the East <laughs> Coast. But his, like, whole thing was a crusade against Grand Theft Auto. This was, like, the mid-2000s. And the dude got disbarred from being a lawyer because he, like, took it so far. So I was going to say, like, nobody thinks 100% it is true, too. That's false. He's definitely an example but please, for it. But please, don't let Beavis, or Butthead, no, it was Beavis. Don't Please, do not let Beavis say fire on television. Please. <laughs> Did you know that they actually removed every instance of him saying fire? And it was because of... It, it went up to the court because somebody kids were lighting fires because of Beavis and Butthead. That kind of rules. Yeah, not fire. Lie. <laughs> that fire. Kind of rules. Fire. Yeah, it's an Can't interesting shout thing. Fire in a crowded television set, boys. All right, here. Let's, That's an uh, official court opinion. An official. That's a good one, though. Much to think about. Yeah, it, it's Billy an Ray interesting Cyrus. point. There's no, there's no real. You know, I love that picture. I do. Billy Ray. It does. It does totally annoy me, though. Partially because I was this person at this point. Video games cause fun. Oh, they would never. How could you? Never. What would you? Listen, I am an intelligent consumer and all the children (laughs) whose mothers don't know how to parse video game. They are intelligent too. And they would never, never be in. How dare you? I grew up playing Doom and I went to the depths of hell to fight demons as a child. So... Yeah, look. Yeah, he already conquered. I cannot find my my, my thing is it's just hilarious how much if you say violence in video games, it's just a buzzword for the two different takes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. two different takes are like twenty years. Everybody's gonna quick draw wild. You guys see? (laughs) Every time, Jake, that whole thought you just had, you're starting to understand why I hate discourse. Discourse. Oh man. If what? you if you keep saying that violent video games are bad, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I will take this gun that I learned about because of Call of Duty and I will end your Holy life. <laughs> I have to say, hating discourse is it's kind of a based take. I try to never have conversations take. ever that would ever suggest that they Dude, mean something. I have like the <laughs> literally at one point, if you found my Twitter, every single thing that I would post in a 24 hour span would be political. Yeah. At this point, you're lucky to see one in a week. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's how it should be. It, it, Don't talk to me about politics. Well, I'm I, ever aware. I, I'm not kidding. I follow like five people on Twitter and Cody's one of them. And he, his, his, his social media presence is pretty fun. It really is. It's 99% movies. It is. Dude, I was just talking. Actually, I'll tell you after. That's something for after. Yeah, bop. Speed round. Speed round. Bop. Bop, 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 b
Bop. Barbershop quartet income. Cody, Bop. Bop. I mean, freaking Logan, you start now. Remember? You remember yeah. you stole that from me? Do you remember that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, go I for do. it. Um, I'm trying to decide whether I want to go see Eve Toomer on Sunday. I saw they were, I saw they were coming. I, I really... That. Maybe. It's maybe. at Soundwell, isn't it? I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah. it is. On a Sunday. Yeah. So you know, like Eve Toomer who, so I'm sure I could get a good Oh yeah. a good view there. It, yeah. And but then I was thinking like, ugh, well, I feel like I'm just going to a concert just because I'm going to a concert. I like three Eve Toomer songs. So whatever. I'm gonna listen to them. And then on Apple Music, I haven't disabled the autoplay similar songs afterwards feature. So Which is I, the thing that you crucified Spotify I for? I will crucify Spotify <laughs> for. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it made me eat, put my foot in my mouth again because it played more Eve Toomer songs, and I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> and I listened to, like, the new EP. I listened through you Heaven die to the Torture Mind again. live long enough to become the And villain. I thought, I'd, wow, I actually really like Eve Toomer, I think. I really want to get into that right now, but we don't have the time, but... <laughs> Oh my gosh, Logan. It's a bane moment. I know. Logan, this you literally were like, wah, wah, change my diaper about that with Spotify. Yeah. And now... Was, yeah. that, was there a blood and, fart? And, and Yeah, dude. Don't he was blood farting that. every week. Please never and, say that again. And Everything yet, about that is bad. Now you're with Apple Music, who essentially does the exact same thing. And you're just like, but it's Apple Music. Clicks open the AirPods. Well, no, I'm gonna turn it off. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna turn it off. Uh-huh. It was this one you, time. You, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You realize you could have sure. done that with Spotify the whole time, right? I did turn it off with Spotify. Okay. And then so what's the problem? So then what was the problem? I don't like that. Does that to people? I think it's bad. So why are you letting Apple Music be the one that does it now? Then, like, why I are you forgot bo- to turn it off? I will turn it off. Don't now. get into it. Don't get into it. Oh, man. Right. I, I won't bop. get into it. What do you want? Bop, I just bop, think it's bad bop, for bop, music. Bop, bop, Logan, bop. <laughs> I do. No discourse. Yeah. It's bop. true. It's true. Bob. All right. All I right. know it's going right. to be Eve Toomer, so all right. let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song is Secrecy is Very Important to the Both of Them, which is. Sounds like a horse. Basically, the singer, Sean Bowie, just going like, can we talk in private? I don't care where. And they basically just repeat <laughs> those lyrics over and over. But the guitar lick is sick. Holy the production God. is dope. Oh, and it man. comes across as an incredibly slick, like, post-punk song. Nice. Uh, I, kind of I don't know what it is. Like, Eve Toomer, to me, feels like where Aaron and I's music sensibilities match. Because the beats are things that, I'd, that I associate with Aaron being interested in. Like, kind of... Um, pop punk style, not pop punk, but like pop and punk styles and kind of that kind of grittiness and fuzziness that Aaron likes. But a lot of the branding around Eve Toomer is queer and really extreme, which is a lot of the stuff that I like. Now I kind of want to listen to it. It's fun. Yeah. I listened to that one album with the dancing, whatever going on on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dancing, whatever. I don't remember. I don't know what it'd be, but it's something kind of, um, uh, you know, you know, appropriate for the young kids. Right. For the kids. Yeah. For the kids. Anyway, that is interesting. I, I'm kind of tempted to go to that show with you, but yeah, it's, it's well, first it's Sunday. Second, it's right on the edge of, of like how interested I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, my Bob, I should go. you should go. I should. I, you've talked about him a lot, so you yeah. should, you should go. Um, okay. So my Bob is, um, we were playing cards last Wednesday. My brother literally told Alexa to shuffle songs by Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> and it, he, he, he tells me, so he runs a dental office, right? And he's like, I found out that if you tell Alexa to shuffle Sufjan Stevens songs, she gives you not just Sufian, she gives you all sorts of stuff. Huh. And some of it's really good. So I was listening. And um yeah, I found a couple good songs out of that. And my bop this week was Skinny Love by Bon Iver. Nice. Um, Dang, I haven't heard that song in years. Very good song. I obviously Have you seen that Alex Jones is a Bon, I- bon Iver song? Yes. It's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'll post it in the Discord. It's, it's, it's so funny. It's actually pretty good. I'm the first to admit my first Bon Iver uh, experience was with uh, Taylor Swift through Folklore. I'm first one to Nobody admit it. Nobody blames you. Yep. you got to start somewhere. And, you know, I fully admit other people have run the rounds with him, and it's already nostalgia for them. 
But um, that song, I was just like, dang, this is super good. And so I've been listening to that a it lot is, this week. That is a good song. That's a pretty good album, too. Yo, yeah. they are posting some based bop of the weeks in the discord right now we got batushka and drain shout out shout out to san jose hardcore anyway sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no, i just good. opened the discord and i'm like man that's nice yeah by the way there's discord uh we'll do our oh, due diligence yeah aaron announce the discord because i have an announcement too uh, uh jake really or jake uh, there's a Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, that, um, is that the announcement? Uh, yeah. Uh, come hang out. We we just talk about random crap and music, and it's basically an extension of the show. And, and, and maybe one day we'll actually make it a real Discord. Like like as far as we got some we got some footwork to do, but in the classic internet's laziest. Yeah, it, you know, it's basically just some chat rooms. We just talking about music and and just come hang out. It's fun. I also have an announcement to make. Nitwick has a Twitter page now. My I did man. make it. It's literally at Nitwick Radio because, of course, nobody has taken that yet. Amazing. So, you know, if you want to well, follow it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we, we'll need to hook We followed Del the Funky Homo Sapien. That's <laughs> I saw that. Perfect. <laughs> it's literally I followed Del and then I think I followed myself. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Aaron. I don't do even that. know. Yeah. I am. Aaron. I run the account. <laughs> um, yeah. No, we'll get that all hooked up. You know, we're, we're not going away. We would have gone away already. Yeah, I guess many I'm times. going. We, we would have gone away already. We would have gone Wait, away. You're going away, dude. Oh. You're going away. What? I'm you're going, going away. You're going away. Didn't you just say that? Somebody. No. Who said they were going away? Oh, that was me. Oh. Are, you, are you going away? No. All right. Um. Yeah. So my bop this week is uh, yeah. man, I got the same story Logan has, except. Logan's made fun of me before. I do have the autoplay on my Spotify, and sometimes it gets the best of me. And it got the best of me this week. It's fine if it does. I, well, I, I also I have the same complex Logan does, actually. I also tend to disagree with it, but it is fine, whatever. But I, I should at least, at least the amount of effort it takes to create a Pandora station, ask for it, I do think. But it's all right. Anyway, uh, Kids by the Frights. It's kind of like a... Frights. It's kind of a surf rock punk something yeah sorry boys that's what we got this week (laughs) i really like that song though um my bop of the week is alleviate by leprous high quality production prog shouldn't surprise anybody (laughs) the the vocal everybody's happy that they finally get to hear some recommendation for high quality prog hey there's a lot of it out there the vocalist of leprous i I believe his name is set pronounced einer selvik he has just this crazy high range that he just like he Mm. sings higher than like any octave i could ever hope to get to it's very good and the album that it's from is called pitfalls and it's a lot of it even though there is like the prog metal on there it's very synth heavy like just vocals and synth it's very kind of like over kind of like over like yeah. Oliver tree no over tree hi, hi, uh, you hi. stop that <laughs> all right Oliver tree wishes he could make a black metal it, album it, it's been and a, then also you know, a pop he probably album probably could i would hate it but he could he's not ison we're gonna put some respect on ison's name tonight <laughs> man was an emperor anyway uh <laughs> hey everybody be sure you add to the official playlist i will i just I will. uh did you yes Good. I'm in the process. I'm just. Uh, I just dropped it in the Discord, and um, we have. We do add to that every week. It's getting harder to remember how to navigate Spotify. I'm getting happier. <laughs> it's so difficult. There's three buttons. Improved. I'm getting happy. But uh, that's us this week. I think we will uh, catch you next week. But see you next week. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week.